Shalom to all. Today's office is Darm Daf Yodalad. We are starting Yud Gimel with Braze with a brand new parak. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Zara Basav Yaakov Meisha Hernish Shalom Shadav and Olio and Lili Nishmas Mars Freida Chayu Belo Basav Yitzchok Tzvi Hernish Shalom Shadav and Olio and Lili Nishmas Reb Daniel Fivish Ben Reb Yaakov Yitzchok and Reb Yo Ben Reb Mordechai Halevi their Nishamas Shadav and Olio and they should be a Melutz Yosher for their families and all of Klai Yisrael. And the Mishnah says Ve'Elim Mutarin the following Lashonos of Neder are not valid at all and therefore the person is mutter in whatever he's trying to answer himself in. If he says Chulin Shaichalacha, so that's not a valid lashon of Neder. Or if he says Kabaser Chazer, this is like Chazer. Kabayus Kachavim, this is like Kabayus Zara. Kares Levuvin, this is like Kares Levuvin. Or if he says Kinevelu, Sutrefus, Kishkatzim, Ramasim, Kechalas Arnu Ketrumasai. In all these cases, Mutter, he's Mutter. It's not a valid lashon of Neder. So first of all, we already know that the reason why these are not valid lashonos of Nedarim is because he was Matvasit Ladaver Haaser and not Ladaver Hanader. We already had this before. When a person wants to make a Neder by way of Hatfasa, he has to be Matvasit or associated to something which is a Daver Nader, something that he can. Asser, not something which is a Dover Ha'asser, something which is intrinsically Asser. And all these things are intrinsically Asser, so they're not valid Lashonis. Now, the question is, why is it the Mishnah had to mention so many different cases? And the answer is because they're all addressing a different category of Isser. Chazar is Asser to eat, Avadizar is Asser to benefit from, Ars Lavuvin, which has to do with Avadizar, and we're going to explain in a second what that is. Not only are they Asser Bana, but they cannot become nullified from their status, which Avadizar could. What is Ars Lavuvin? So, one of the ways to sacrifice Avadizar was to cut open the chest of a live animal and pull out its heart. That's called to crevice Avadizar, and it's Usser. Nevelo, Shkatsim, and Ramasim are also Tame, and the varying levels of Toma, that's why they're also mentioned. Now the Mishnah says, Ishtoy, let's say a person tells his wife, Hare ima, you're upon me like my mother. And the same way his mother's Usher to him, so he's trying to say that his wife is Usher to him. So over here, Paschalai Pesach and Makam Acher, we have to find the Pesach for his Neder from a different place, and we have to try to be Matar his Neder. So first, let's explain what Pesach and Makam Acher means. We already know that when a person wants to annul a Neder, they have to go to the Chacham or three Adyotes, and a Pesach, an opening is found. If you knew X, Y, and Z, would you have made the Neder? No, I wouldn't have. And now they can annul it. Now, a Pesach from another place means that the nether itself cannot be the basis for the betel. So they can't say, if you knew your mother would be embarrassed by this nether, would you have made it? They have to try to find some other way to get around it. So we just have to understand why is it that even though his mother is a Dover Ha'asr and not a Dover Hanader, he still needs betel for his nether. His mother's always Asr to him, so he shouldn't need betel for this nether in the first place. The Mish explains why he needs to find the Pesach for this nether is Shaloyakel Reshalakach, so that he shouldn't be lenient with these types of things. And the Ron explains, based off of the Gemara, that we're talking about an Ama Aretz over here. Amorats infrequently were madder their wives for one reason or another. And because of this, we're afraid that if we don't require him to seek betel of his nether, so then he might not do so when he's madder his wife with a dover hanador, and that would be an issue. Now moving on to the Gemara, making an inference from the beginning of the Mishnah. The reason why it's not a valid nether is because he said, that which I eat of yours is chulin, and obviously that's not a valid lashon of nether. But what can we learn from there? If he had said, that implies, that what I eat of yours is not chulin, but it's a karbon, and that that would be a valid lashon of neder. Now, Mani Masnison, who would our Mishnah be? E. Reb Meir, if you want to say it's Reb Meir, it can't be, because we already know from the previous parak that Reb Meir doesn't hold that we can infer a yes from a no. So therefore, we can't make such an inference for our Mishnah. Vel Reb Yehuda, you want to say that our Mishnah is Reb Yehuda, then we know that Reb Yehuda does hold of Michal Avatashimehein, but there's no reason for our Mishnah to mention that, because Hainu Reisha, that's the Reisha. What's the Reisha? The Reisha is referring to the Mishnah in the previous parak that already told us that if a person says, so why would we have to say a Lashon in this Mishnah, which infers the same thing that we already said in the Mishnah in the previous parak? So the answer is no problem. Since the Mishnah already was mentioning Basar Chazer and Avayz Kechavim and other Lashonis that are not valid, so that's why Mishnah also mentioned this Lashon of Chulin, but it's not for any specific purpose. It's not to learn a special Halacha from it. It's just because we mentioned those other Lashonis. Now, Ravina Amravina tells us that we do need this Lashon of Chulin in the Mishnah. This is what's being taught. The following things are 
mutter, just like if he would have said, this thing is like chulin, that's not a valid neder, so to all the following lashaynas are not valid either. If he says, kabas chazer, kabas kachavim, so on and so forth. The Gemara says that doesn't make sense, because if our Mishnah wouldn't have said this lashon of chulin, does that mean that havamina would have thought by she'ela, that the person wouldn't need she'ela for this neder? That can't be, because could a person really think so? Hamigtani seifa, the seifa in the Mishnah says, if a person tells his wife, you're usher to me like my mother, so we have to find the Pesach for him from a different place. Mechlal, that implies, that the cases of the Reisha do not need She'ela. So Gemara says, you're right, rather it's clear that the word Chulin in our Mishnah was just mentioned in Mela, it was just mentioned in passing, and we don't really need this word Chulin here, like we said before. Now, as we said, the reason why all these things in the Reisha and the Mishnah are not a valid Lashon of Neder is because he's trying to be Matvasit to a Dover Ha'asur and not to a Dover Hanader. Now, the question is, how do we know that? Minanimili says the Gemara. How do we know that when a person makes a neder by way of hatfasa, he has to be matvasit to a davar hanador and not to a davar haaser? So Amar Kral, the pasuk says, "Ish kiyidor neder laHashem." And this lashon of kiyidor neder is a double lashon. What do we learn from here? At kiyidor b'davar hanador, when a person makes a neder, it has to be by way of something else that can have a neder made on it, aka a davar hanador. Ask the Gemara, Yehachi, if that's really the way to dash in the pasuk. So afilu b'davar haaser nami, we should also be able to make a neder and be matvasit to a davar haaser. Doxiv, because the pasuk also says lesser Israel nafshay. So we see a double lashon over here of lesser Isar. The Gemara answers no. Lesser Isar in Bayo We need this pasuk of lesser Isar for a different drasha, which we had in the previous parak. Ezu Isra Amr Batayra Vachulu. And that was a drasha telling us how we know in the first place that we can make a nether by way of Hatfasa. So since lesser Isar is used for that, we only have one pasuk to teach us that when we make a nether by way of Hatfasa, it has to be done by a davar another and not a davar ha'asar. And the Mishnah said, Ha'arim Ishta Hareat Alai Ki'ima Vachulu. So he needs to find the pasuk for that nether. The Gemara asks Minil Askyu Stira, Hareat Alai Kibasar Ima. If a person says, you are unto me like the flesh of my mother, like the flesh of my sister, or like Arla, which we know is the first three years of fruit that grow on a tree and they're also to eat, or if he says, you're like Kelaim Bekerem, that's not a valid nether at all, and he does not need She'ela on that nether. Whereas Aramisha says that he does need She'ela for such a nether. How do we understand this seeming contradiction? So Amr Abayabai answers, This Bryce is telling us that he didn't say anything valid. Aramisha is telling us that he needs She'ela, now, Rav Amar, he argues, and he says, no, one's talking about when a Tamil Chacham makes this nether, one's talking about when Amaretz makes the nether. As we already explained in Aramish, that we're talking about an Amaretz making this nether, and Amaretz needs She'el on this nether because we're afraid he's going to be lenient with other Nadarim. If a Tamil Chacham makes a nether like this, he's not going to be lenient on other Nadarim that most definitely need She'el because this one, he knows, is definitely not a valid nether. And how do we know this? Because we have a Brayso. If a person makes a nether, with the Tyra, or in the Tyra, we're going to explain this on Ahmed Bez what this means. It's not a valid nether at all. Vamar Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechonon says, "V'tach she'el lachacham," but he does need she'el lachacham. Vamar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, "V'tamun chacham and it's she'ela." If a tamun chacham made a nether by Tyra, it doesn't need she'ela. So we see from here that such a nether needs she'ela lachacham, but only for Am Aretz and not for a tamun chacham. And now moving on to Yudalad Amabez, the Gemara says, "Tanya, we have a brayso." Some gersayos of the Gemara say gufa, meaning we had just mentioned previously, because this is talking about being neither by Tyra, neither by Tyra. Someone makes a nether by Tyra, loymer klom. That's not a valid nether at all. If a person makes a nether in that which is written in the Torah, that's a valid nether. 
ba ubemashakasiv ba if he makes a nether with both ba the Torah itself and that which is written in the Torah dvarv kayaman that's also valid. So we have a three part brisa over here. But nothing more asked on this brisa. Katani we had said in the second part of the brisa bemashakasiv ba dvarv kayaman if a person made a nether bemashakasiv in the Torah that's a valid nether. So ba ubemashakasiv ba tzarich lemeimar do we really need that third part of the brisa to say if you made a nether ba and bemashakasiv ba that it's valid? Of course it's valid. So we're gonna have three different answers to this. Amar of Nachman Nachman says loy kasha is no problem. One's talking about where the tire is on the ground. It doesn't mean the tire is on the ground. It just means he's not holding it. It could be on a table or a bench in front of him. It just means he's not holding it. One's talking about where he's holding it. If it's on the ground, meaning he's not holding it. So when he makes a nether, his das is on the parchment of the Sefer Torah. If he's holding it, so then his das is on the Azkaris written in the Torah, meaning all the Shemas Hashem written in the Torah, and that is a valid nether. So let's just explain this step by step. When he's holding it and he says, says, ba, that's not a valid nether at all, because he's referring to the parchment of the Sefer Torah. When he says, b'mashakasav ba, and he's holding it, so he means what is written in it, so he's referring to the Azkaris, the names of Hashem, and that's a valid nether. Now, still sticking with the middle of the b'risa, when he says, b'mashakasav ba, if it's on the floor, meaning he's not holding it, and he says, b'mashakasav ba, then we translate it as what it's written on, not what's written in it, and he's referring to the parchment, and that's not a valid nether. Therefore, we need the third part of the b'risa, when he says, ba, to tell us that it is valid because by saying ba, he's clearly referring to the parchment. And therefore, his second statement of of ba is referring to the Azkaris. So that's the first way of understanding the Brysa. The Gemara says, Vibaisim, alternatively, we could say ara, that the middle part and the last part of the Brysa are talking about where the tire is on the ground, meaning he's not holding it. And what the price is telling us is that even though he's not holding it, since he used a lashon of Mahani, that's a valid lashon, and the price is telling us meaning the middle case is valid and for sure the last case is valid. According to this explanation, even if he is not holding the Torah, just the lashon of is valid. In other words, the way to read the Brisa from the middle case is if he says Bimashakasav Ba, that's valid. And here's the Vizu Vainsarchlemerzu, for sure. If he says Ba Ubimashakasav Ba, of course it's valid, because he used the Lushan of Bimashakasav Ba. Now onto the third explanation, Vibaisim. Alternatively, we could say, Kula Mitsyasa Nami Really, the whole middle case and the last case of the Brayasa are talking about where he's holding it. What's the Brayasa teaching us? Since he's holding it, Even if he only used the Lashon of Ba, It's as if he used the Lashon of Ba. So according to this explanation, the first part of the Brayasa is referring to where he's not holding the Sefer Torah. Therefore, saying the word Ba isn't valid. And the last two parts of the Brayasa are referring to where he is holding it. Therefore, the last part of the Brasa teaches that even if he just said Ba, it's as if he said Bimashakasav Ba, and it's valid. The last part of the Brasa does not mean where he said both of these Lashinas. It just means if he says Ba, it's as if he said Bimashakasav Ba, and it's valid. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.